Today's Vad has been dedicated and sponsored. Le'iluin Nishmat Avramea Ben Tzvi. Bezat Hashem and the Zichut and the Limud HaTorah and the Zichut and the Tzedakah and the Neshama Shehaven Aliyah. Yesterday we began the topic of Torah being the antidote or the refua to a person's Yetzirah, in general sense. We say that the Torah is a refuah, but we also refer to the Torah as a wall, a wall of protection. We also refer to the Torah as life. So Rabbi Shosalanta gave us some clarity in the various terms that we used. And he said that the point is that to each level that a person's at, or at least to each level that each chilek of his avoida is holding, you can have parts of your avoida that's hergish, you can have parts of your avoida which is kvisha, you can have parts of your avoida which is tikkun. So it doesn't have to be black or white, okay? So whichever place that a person's holding in a zavoyde, his Torah plays a very fundamental role in that. We still didn't break it down exactly how that could work, but just now in a general sense, we're understanding that Torah plays a tremendous role in the development of the human being in his avoid against the Yetzirah. But we did mention yesterday that there is another layer here that came to our attention through the Maral. Because it wasn't just that the Torah was given to us to work on our Yetzirah. Okay? That wasn't just the point, which everybody could see from the Gemara in Masech the Shabbos, where Moshe Rabbeinu tells the angels that the reason why the Torah belongs downstairs as opposed to upstairs is because down here we have a Yetzirah. Kobe, good morning. Okay, so nice to see you. Okay? So it's not only the reason why we have the Torah downstairs is because we have a Yetzirah. That's not the only reason. The Maral added some depth. Show them what we're up to. The Maral added some depth. And uh, he said that Moshe Rabbeinu was holding on to the Kisei HaKovit when he answered the question. And he explained that the Tachlis of the Bria, what's the Tachlis of the Bria? That it should come out Kavot Shamayim. That's the point. The point is that Hashem wanted that there should be a Gilui Kvot Shamayim. Where is the Ika Gilui Kvot Shamayim? So the way the Maral was Masbir, the Ika Gilui Kvot Shamayim was coming from the fact that we have a Yetzara and we have a Guf and we have tendencies to go the other way and yet we are able to produce from ourselves not just self-control, self-control, but there's a deeper point of self-control. So even self-control, even the level of self-control is a godly thing because we have to self-control over natural tendencies. So if you express godly powers because you could overcome your natural tendencies, that's where you see the Tzalem Alekim shining. And all the more so, when you reach the level that you actually behave naturally in the Midot of Hashem. 
So that's, wow, that's a real Tzalem Alekim, shining. You're like an image, so to speak, of Hashem. So that's the Ikka thing. The only thing that can produce a person from becoming from a human to a more angelic state, and that the Tzalem Alekim should shine out from him, that's only through the means of the Torah, or attachment to it. For example, a wife to a husband, or a wife to her children, with her involvement in their learning, or the Ameha Aretz, if they're able to allow the Tamidah Chachomim to be nene from their Nechosim, and they do things for them, etc., etc., like it says in the Gemara. They ha- everybody has to have some attachment to Torah, to some degree, to some amount, in order to grow. You can't grow without it. That's why the Chofetz Chaim was medayik from the Gemara that Tchiyas HaMesim requires Torah. The Tal of Tchiyas, dependent on Torah. Because Tchiyas HaMesim is a very spiritual state and a very, very deep attachment to Hashem. The only way to attach to Hashem is that you are Domelo. That you made some type of effort to be kind of the Milas that a person can be koneh through his, through his work. It can't be mimicry. It can't be that you got it by accident. So if a person by accident, so to speak, he was born with tendencies to do good things and he just acts according to his nature, but he doesn't develop himself further, then he's lacking. Because it has to be dometa Hashem, the Ramchal says. Just like Hashem's milas are be'etzem, they're not bimikra. So too our milas have to be be'etzem, not be'mikra. Be'etzem means that you acquired it, so it becomes yours, so to speak. So this work of developing and acquiring milas has to come by the means of the Torah. Okay? Now the deeper understanding of that is that it's not necessarily only the behaviors of the Torah. It has to come by the means of the study of Torah. How does that work? The study of Torah seems to be an intellectual pursuit. So how does the study of Torah change you? Understand? It changes you. Godel Talmud, Hamevili de Maisa. The Gemara says in Kedusha they had a gathering discussing what's bigger, Talmud or Maisa. Okay, that's a whole subject. But the Gemara comes out at the end that they all gathered together and they came out that Talmud is better because Talmud may really they mice. So superficially, when you look at that Gemara, it sounds the opposite. It sounds like mice is the best. And Talmud is a means to bring you to, to mice. So how could you say that Talmud is better? It seems to be mice is better. Right? Again, the Gemara has a question. What's better? Talmud or mice? What's more beneficial? What's more... Strong for a person. Learning or doing? Good morning, Rabbi Sai. You listening to the Shaila? Shmuel. Baruch Hashem. Shlaima, you listening? The Gemara is the Shaila. Is learning better or is doing better? Learning or doing? So the Gemara comes out, learning is better. Gedoyle Talmud. Why is it better? Because it's maybe Lide Maisa, because it brings to action. So, L'chayra, if you're learning the Gemara, you would say, what? That means action is better. Because Talmud is only a maybe day. But it sounds like action is more important, right? 
So what's the Pshat in the Gemara? What the Gemara is trying to say is, not that you're learning so you should know what to do. Maybe means it changes you, it brings you to Misa. Obviously we want Misa because Misa is the Gilek Vaychamayim, comes out in action, has to be public, has to be, has to manifest itself. Your learning has to manifest itself. But when you do a mitzvah, it's Goreret mitzvah. It's good. But Talmud, it changes the human being to a degree that all of a sudden he becomes a different guy. So the question that we're asking over here is, to all these big lamdonim that are sitting here today, is how does learning change you? How does learning change you? How does it do? How does it work? Learning the sugya. How does the sugya change you? So in general, the idea is, obviously it's a long, you know, deep thing here and the way the human being was built. But when you learn the sugya with all its parts, and all its havana, and all its understanding, and all its kedarim, with time, the sugya starts to make sense to you. In the beginning, it didn't. In the beginning, it didn't make sense at all. Because you think like a human. Humans don't think like God thinks, you know. But the Torah was built in a certain way, that it starts to become the derachachayim, the way of life. You understand? You never saw a big rabbi that says, I really want to be dancing in a club. But, my yaseh, I'm going to stay here in the base medrash and learn because it's a mitzvah. <laughs> He's perfectly, beautifully happy with his life. A real person has to be comfortable with Torah mitzvah. That's kiham chayenu. It's, it's, it makes sense to me. It resonates with me. It fits me. It's a good life. So that means I changed. Changes my personality. Changes my, not personality in the sense that you become a, uh, like a, not a happy guy to a bougie guy, you know, no, not like that. But it changes my personality to be a better, a giver. A savlan. But not because I'm forced. Because it fits me, it's beautiful, it's unbelievable. You understand? You feel its sweetness. But where does that work? Because you have to get into your brain. And from your brain to your heart. So the change that takes place is in learning. When you learn, then your behaviors are going to be like the fruits that come out of a tree. Not random acts that are not connected to the human being. A person who does... Uh, mitzvahs not connected to him only because it's a required behavior that's not called a fruit that comes from a tree because a person is compared to a tree a tree means it nurture it, you grow it and it makes fruits so the maizim that you do are the fruits but how do you nurture the tree that's through Torah so you have to know how to learn Torah in such a way that it should create fruits now Fruits take time. Obviously, we have to do all the mitzvahs and the behaviors in the Torah until we develop the fruits, for sure. And you have to be patient, because fruits take time. But that's what we're doing. We're developing fruits. The main way to develop fruits is through Talmud. Talmud doesn't just mean 
the Babylonian tractate. Talmud means, as it's before in the Rishonim, Talmud is a certain approach to learning. We learn learning in a very deep, analytical, strong, amelistic way. So obviously I just said a few words quick without explaining that, but that's a subject. There's a certain approach to learning. And that approach to learning will change you, okay? So that's a deep point that's developing here. Which means, I just told you something very deep. The tachlis of the Bria Rabbeinu Yonah says is Kiddush Hashem. And therefore a person who does Chil Hashem is not only says he didn't do what he was created to do, he did the opposite of what he's created. But now we're adding a dimension. The only way to truly make a Kiddush Hashem, the truest way to make a Kiddush Hashem is by learning. Because what's the truest and the greatest Kiddush Hashem? The development of human being. The tikkun of the man. Where he lives more godly. And that's only possible through learning. I'm going to bring this out to you with a beautiful marmokam. Okay? There's a, we know the story that when the Jewish people left Egypt, they were attacked by Amalek. Correct? And because of this attack, we see the true colors of Amalek, which is the arch enemy to Hashem. And there's an ongoing battle until Mashiach comes. Kiyad al Amalek Amalek is the the hashpo that they have on the world of all the evilness and all the anti godness that's going on in the world comes from Amalek. Okay. That's Amalek. Now, not everybody from Amalek, do you know he's really from Amalek, but there is Amalekim, and there is the Ashpah of Amalekim, and some people are Mushma, and some people are actually the Amalek themselves. But that's not the subject for today. Okay? But there's an Amalek presence in the world. And Klai Yisrael has a Chiyu, the to go to war against them, and to never ever forget what they did. Zachor et asher asa lecha Amalek, Okay? Which is coming up. We're going to do that before Purim because that's the whole thing. A Purim. Right? We have Pasha Zochel. We have Mechias Amolek. Hamon. Right? Now, the Chazal say, based on the Pasuk, it says, And they traveled from the place called Refidim. Right? And then Amalek came. So why do we say where they traveled from? So Chazal say because Rafu Yidehem Min HaTorah. Because they became weak in Torah, that's why Amalek was able to attack them. Okay? That's what it says in Chazal. They got weak. Whatever that means that they got weak, it's explanation. What Torah they had, that needs an explanation. They didn't have Torah yet, they weren't given Torah yet. But it says in Chazal that they became weak in Torah, and then Amalek came. Trigger. Okay? So simply by yourself, how would you learn? Torah is like a protection. The MS, Amalek is always there to attack, you get protected, you lost your protection, you weren't strong in Torah, they came, right? But really the, the way the Mepharshim Amazbeh, that it means a very deep thing. Amalek attacking, okay, 
was the epitome of Chilul Hashem in the world. The whole world was shaking. Az nivhalu Everybody was had Yerushalayim. The whole world had Yerushalayim after Kriyas Yamsuf, right? The whole world, correct? Now, what does it say about Amalek? That they jumped into the hot bath, so to speak. They got burnt, but they cooled it down for everybody else. They created in the world a Chil Hashem that we feel the effects midor dor. That was a that was a kilkul. And until then, we have to make a tikkun on that. So what was goyrim the chil Hashem? The fact that the Jewish people weren't learning. Rafuya dehem. They weren't learning the way they should. Right? So what's the shaykhs? So the fee, what we're saying is very deep. Because rafuya dehem means you're learning. But you're not learning in the way that the learning changes you. If you're not learning the way that learning changes you, that means you're not making the Kiddush Hashem. If you're going to say Lumdus and it doesn't change you, then we could have left the Torah in the sky because they could say much better Lumdus than you in Shamayim. Yeah? They're Malachim, much smarter than us. So the point, the Tachos of the learning is that it has to change you. If Klaiso wasn't learning in a way that the Torah should change them, that means that they're not doing their, their purpose of being Mekadesh Shemayim. So what's the Goyrim of such Avera? Chil Hashem. <coughs> Who embodies Chil Hashem? Amaleki. So they gave the power to Amalek to make Chil Hashem. Yeah? So Rabbi Chonon and Rabbaran both say, a very deep thing, they bring down a chazal, that part of the mitzvah of Mechias Amolek, step one, is to remember the cause. And he says, in the chazal it says, that Hashem didn't want to speak it out explicitly, not to, uh, so only hints it. But he says, part of the mitzvah is, that you have to remember what caused it. And the second step, Rabbi Khanan says something very deep. He says that when a person learns the right way, he's actually doing the kiyum of destroying Amalek. And he says, even though you can't see it with your eyes, that when you learn correctly, and you're making bitla ra within yourself, you're making yourself a Kiddush Hashem, that you're Gurim in the world, a weakening of the power of Amalek, but it's happening. So that's a pretty scary thought if you think about it. It's a pretty scary thought. You know why? Because Baruch Hashem, there's a lot of Torah learning going on. But unfortunately, there is more and more of Amalek going on too. That means there is such strong uh, hashpah from outside world, even creeping into our world. You understand? Last night we had a big chizik thing, but you see what we're dealing with. You understand? What the world is dealing with. Shiva boys. The world. The world at large is dealing with such a tremendous influence. And all that influence is Chilul Hashem Deoraita. You understand? When somebody, nobody in this room or anybody religious 
would ever go make a donation to a uh, church, would you? No. Well, Which crazy guy is going to make a donation to something that's Chilul Hashem? It's right? But you'll make a subscription to Spotify, huh? Or Netflix or something like that. That's a complete donation to people who hate Hashem, you know, evildoers who spread evil. You make a donation. But unfortunately, we don't see it like that. You understand? We don't see it like that. But that's what's going on. So instead of uh, making the opposite, a destruction, a boycott, you know, if somebody went against Israel and supporting Hamas, everybody makes a boycott, yeah? Pashat. So we should be boycotting all these platforms too, right? Spread evil just like they do. Maybe worse. They are killing your family members. They're killing your friends. They're poisoning the minds and hearts of all your neighbors. They're not somewhere out in Gaza. They're right here, inside of your pocket. Spiritual destruction is worse. So that's what it is. If you face it like a man, that's what it is. So now, where do we begin to work? Where do we begin to work? We begin to work in the learning. In the learning. But I, there's a lot of people learning. The question is, are they learning this way? Are they learning in a way that they're making tikkun hayetzer? That's the question. I can't answer that question. I only see the Bria. And it's a little scary to see that Amalek is getting stronger, not weaker. We have to learn the right way. Now, let me just make this clear here. Because learning the right way doesn't mean you're going to see fruits of your labor right away. Because fruits take time. The first step you're going to get to is Hergish. You understand? Last night we saw a lot of Hergish. Hergish means that the learning that you're doing is working. It's working. Because if it's not working, you won't see Hergish. Impossible. Impossible. Some people became so comfortable with the way of they're doing things wrong that their learning is not changing them and they're so comfortable with it, even in a chizik event, they won't be moved. They may say it's nice for him, you know, Baruch Hashem, beautiful. But even if a guy wasn't able to come to a level to make an actual Kabbalah, even so, but in his heart he definitely was contemplating, thinking about it. Being margishit, you know. Hergish. Hergish is a beautiful thing. It means you're alive. You're a Oisin Tshuva. That's an unbelievable thing. So sometimes when we learn these type of things, we expect too much from ourselves. We want absolute change of behavior. That's it. Different guy, you know. That takes time. Don't jump the gun. But the fact that if you're learning Be'iyun every day and breaking your head to understand the Rashi and the Taisis and to try to go it over again until it sits in your lab, that's the process of real learning. Maybe you're not doing it in Hilchis, uh, you know, things that are negated directly to your Midas or directly to Allah Lamaisa. But still, you're doing the ASIC of learning. The ASIC of learning is to understand it to a point that the sugya is Messiah Shavala 
You know, Messiah Shabbat means you could resonate with him. It makes sense to you. You can understand it. It has to be Messiah Shabbat Then learning touched you. When learning touched you, that's the type of learning that changes you. You understand? So, Bezat Hashem, we should continue and we should strengthen and grow. Mikhail Elchayel. Amen. Amen. Hazak Baruch. Hazak Baruch.